Hello, Polly. Um, hello, Adam. How are you today? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I'm Good. excited to record this episode. Yeah, uh, I think it's exciting. I don't. I don't think it's something we've really talked about before. So, welcome everybody to the mysterious podcast. <laughs> we will reveal soon that, that what we're, we're actually doing. That we're acting like you don't know that you haven't already read the synopsis Hush, and the Polly, title. Stick with the illusion. <laughs> Okay. Um, well, um, okay. Yeah. Welcome to the Book Squad podcast. Yeah. Welcome and to the Book here we Squad go. podcast. Um, first off, uh, very exciting. Summer reading is literally just around the corner. By the time this Summer comes out, it might actually be here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, it officially starts on May 24th. Uh, don't come on May 24th expecting to pick up your prizes because there will be prizes for all ages. Mm-hmm. Uh, prizes will be available on June 12th, and then the summer reading uh, ends August 19th. So you have until May 24th to August 19th to read all your books. Mm-hmm. For adults, our um, goal is to read 10 books or 30 hours of reading. Um, so you can track that just mm-hmm. by the amount of time you spend reading or audiobooks. Um, and this year we have some really cool prizes mm-hmm. uh i am in particular i'm very excited about the tote bags <laughs> me too this is the first year that adults have gotten tote bags yeah it's something too that a lot of times patrons will come up to the desk and be like hey we saw that kids had tote bags can we get tote bags and i'm like i'm sorry we don't have them no so as a matter of fact you cannot yeah Goodbye. this year you can <laughs> come and get your tote mm-hmm. bags everyone mm-hmm. i'm gonna be mm-hmm. here on like june 12th first in line being like everybody <laughs> i'm here for the tote bag <laughs> um and then we also are getting a 10 percent off coupon for the raven which i am also mm-hmm. incredibly excited right. about we're getting a whole bunch of other oh stuff. yeah there's a ton those are just like the yeah. two things that i'm most excited about right. there's also like uh a, free cookies yeah. there's free and... cookies from the merc free cookies from eileen's mm-hmm. a f- a one free yoga class from Blue Stem Yoga. Mm-hmm. Two books from the Friends. Two There's the friends. And then so many the cool things. Tea Loft, um, pro- protein ball. Mm-hmm. We get every. I think there's. Bowling. Yep, there's bowling. There's uh, there's all kinds. It's not yeah. just like two things. It's a lot. Yeah. Like it's the prizes this year are, are seriously super cool. Yeah. We and went then, out for you. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, also. Be sure to come in and finish, not only for those prizes, but all finishers will be entered to win gift cards from the Raven. There's a couple different, uh, like, tiers available, mm-hmm. um, which uh, amounts to seven different chances of winning something really big. Mm-hmm. So when you finish reading your goal uh, by August 19th, come in. Right. Tell us. Yes. Give us your information. Um, but you um, can sign up on uh, Beanstack which is an app. Uh, mm-hmm. We also have paper copies for folks who just want to go old school. Yeah, we do. And, um, you know, yes. Are we trying to bribe you to come in <laughs> and turn in your summer reading forms? <laughs> yes, we are. Let's not beat around the bush here. But I don't mean, you want a cookie? I, I just, you know, <laughs> I mean, this is a whole other conversation we can have. I know some people are like, I'm an adult. I don't need you to give me any prizes for reading. I'm going to read. And then some people are like, are you kidding me? This was my favorite part of summer reading <laughs> growing up and I still want prizes and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I work at the library and I want prizes. Yeah. So <laughs> I think that you can belong to either camp or in between those. And even if you're like, 
uh, I just read for the love of reading. I don't need any prizes. It would be wonderful if you still came in and like, you know, got stuff and gave it away. But we want to know, we want to know that you finished. I mean, Mm -hmm. we'd like to see actual numbers of people participating and finishing. Like, don't finish in in vain and quiet. Yeah. I, I think what a lot of people don't realize is that events like this help libraries it Mm -hmm. shows that people are participating and that they care about their local libraries yeah so even if you're not super excited about a tote bag still participate we'd love to to see to see you and congratulate you on reading this summer (laughs) and um yeah just help out the library and possibly get some free cookies if you want them if not pass them along to me i (laughs) i would love them absolutely (laughs) could give your you know, tea ball or tea loft protein ball away to some kind deserving person who's very hungry, <laughs> who is wearing a library name tag. <laughs> no, wait, maybe that's against the law and I shouldn't ask. I should not uh, put that in people's minds. Anyways, um, let's move on. All right. Okay. Holly, mm-hmm. let's talk about audiobooks let's... the mysterious theme <laughs> that, that you did not all that... pick up on from the description nobody saw it coming <laughs> nobody heard it coming oh mm-hmm. um okay yeah let's talk about audiobooks yeah. because i think uh this is a great time for people to like try to engage with audio i mean some people are just that's all they do mm-hmm. like i am married to a person who reads audiobooks mm-hmm. And that's all they do because they never want to sit down. They always want to be working on a project and like they get in a whole bunch of reading mm-hmm. that way. And um, and it absolutely counts as reading. I guess maybe yeah. should we have that fight like right now? with Not with ourselves because we agree. But it's like less – I think more and more people talk about audiobooks that it's less of a conversation. But just to like reiterate – Listening to books is is reading, and mm-hmm. anyone who says otherwise is probably unintentionally being ableist yes. because for a lot of folks, listening to books is the primary way that they are able to understand and enjoy books. I know a ton of folks where they find it really, really difficult to focus mm-hmm. on the page, Yes, but listening, they're able to to read so many more books. And some people are just auditory learners, so yes. like it, it really works for them. Um, I'm the opposite where a lot of times I can really only listen to audiobooks if it's a book that I have already read. So I Mm. use it as a really good way to reread or if I'm like, yeah, I'm multitasking. So if I'm like binge playing Stardew Valley or um, (laughs) Zelda, Mm -hmm. which with the new Zelda game might be happening pretty soon. (laughs) Were you there last night for the release? No. (laughs) My nephew was. That's so funny. Anyway, yes. So that exactly. I think that's like um, I do love that you address that because I do think that people have some strong opinions about it and they don't even realize that they yeah. are, are being ableist. And I think people would not want to be that way. Oh, yeah. And so I think, you know, just put that little bug in your ear. Like, please think about that the next time you. Mm-hmm. Want to get in an argument at a cocktail party about <laughs> audiobooks and reading. So, and yes, you might process those two things differently, but mm-hmm. it's still taking in the story. Mm-hmm. And that's what 
we want you to do is mm-hmm. take in the story, experience the story. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay. So I, uh, you do Stardew Valley. So I do. I primarily listen to audiobooks if I'm cleaning, mm-hmm. out for a walk, or pressed for time because I didn't read my book club <laughs> book in enough time. <laughs> this is me every month. I'm going to read my book club book on time. This is me <laughs> three days before book club. I'm going to have to download this book because I didn't read it. Yet. <laughs> um, and I have things Thank you for to your do. honesty. <laughs> and I have things to do around my house. So I end up doing that. But I, I, I find actually that I'm really I really enjoy listening to audiobooks especially mm-hmm. under certain circumstances and we're going to talk about that so um like what to look for I think when you're looking for audiobooks but mm-hmm. um yeah no that's how I primarily use yeah. them I wish I used them more occasionally I've tried to listen at bedtime but I then I conk out and then mm-hmm. I'm like oh my gosh where was I mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, and I primarily listen digitally, and I think most people are starting to do that these mm-hmm. days. But like we, we still have audiobook CDs here yep. at the library, and some people do want to check those out. But especially those would be good for road trips. Mm-hmm. So yeah. don't forget us when you are making your summer road trips. Right. Um, except for a lot of cars don't have CD players anymore. True. I, I guess yeah. yeah, you make a point. So <laughs> yeah. So I think I guess my point is. Check your car. See if you have audio. Yeah, maybe don't check out. CDs. Don't check them out until you know for sure. <laughs> <laughs> you but but often we have multiple like so we'll have the CD audiobook, we'll have the digital audiobook mm-hmm. and then an ebook and a physical copy. So um we often have that if it's available. Mm-hmm. So and I guess if it's available, we should that's where we can segue into taken a minute to talk about audible exclusives yeah so the um just the reality of the publishing world is sometimes there are books that specifically are exclusive to uh, audible sometimes we'll see it also with kindle but like we're talking about audiobooks today mm-hmm. um but yeah polly was just saying to me before we started recording <laughs> that sometimes folks will come up to the desk and really want to read a book mm-hmm. but unfortunately it is literally only available um as an audible exclusive and that means as li- libraries we just we don't have access to that content no um, we're not you, able to buy it yeah so you have to subscribe to something like audible in order mm-hmm. in order to read it um, so I guess if you are really excited about a book or you have found out about like this niche new story from one of your favorite authors, maybe just make sure that it's not Audible exclusive. Um, uh, if it's not, we're we're happy to get it for you. Yeah. But if it is exclusive, then we we cannot. <laughs> then we cannot. We just yes. can't. <laughs> yeah. And uh, that was a little that was a learning curve for me when I was just like frantically trying to find this book for mm-hmm. this woman and I couldn't find it. And I was like, I'm a librarian failure. Like I just felt so bad. And then I did a little digging after the fact and I was like, oh, it's just mm-hmm. it's just not even available. Yeah. So um, it's not even a thing we can get as a library. Mm-hmm. But just I just, you know, so folks are aware of that. Like the one before we were when we were doing some research, I looked up was Born a Crime, which like won audiobook of the year. Mm-hmm. And it's like amazing. And Noah Trevor does this wonderful job narrating. And we do have it, but only in the CD audio. Mm-hmm. Not in 
um, digital mm-hmm. because of that very reason. So just FYI, just mm-hmm. putting it out there. Ooh, and then one more point we were going to talk about was how to find some good audiobooks. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just going to admit, like, we need to fix this in our catalog because <laughs> um, we have a page and I, we can share it in the show notes. We have mm-hmm. a page that is all awards. So some folks really love reading books that have been award winners. Yeah. And um, we've got you know just lists and lists of awards and you can click on it and find all the awards for all the years, whatever, and see if we have the book. However, I could not find that we had the Audi Awards, which is the audio um, publishing group. Well, mm. I forgot. I forgot what it was called. So, anyways, that like, but that's it's Audi is the name of the award, mm-hmm. A U D I E, and um, I thought that that was also something that our catalog provided, and I'm not finding it in there. So, I pledge to. <laughs> Either contact our catalog um, folks and say, hey, is this something we can add to our website so that it's searchable in our catalog? Or um, to start making some lists as a library, like mm-hmm. compiling lists of former audio or Audi winners or, you know, starting with the most recent and then going back. But um, I think those lists can be found. I think some libraries have been making them. I think we even made a few of them at some time. But yeah. Um, yeah, uh, either way. So we're going to go ahead and link you to the um, page for the Audi Award winners so that you can get in there and take a look at it. There's a lot of like interesting stuff. I yep. even printed off just 2023s. I printed it off just for myself to take a look at. Um, and it's funny because like some of these I'm like, you one like Good Omens is in here. I was like, how is I think they re-recorded it. Oh, they must have. They must yeah. have with uh, David Tennant. And... They did. And Michael Sheehan. Yeah. So, um, Sheen. I can't remember. One of those two. <laughs> but, yeah. So, some of the stuff on here will be uh, some older stuff. But, like, there's new stuff. Thistlefoot's on here. Um, as a finalist. Um, who is the big winner this year? Let me tell you that. And then we'll move on to... Um, the winner was Finding Me by Viola Davis. That was the audio book of the year. And oh my gosh. Good. Listening to her voice was must be like listening to butter. Like uh, <laughs> listening to butter. <laughs> listening to butter. Just smooth. <laughs> um Unprotected, a memoir by Billy Porter was the best autobiography memoir. Best female narr- narrator was Rosamund Pike. For oh. Eye of the World. Um, best male narrator was Seth Numrick or Numrich. I'm not sure which one. For Fairy Tale, Stephen King. Um, ooh, that's another good one. Who was the winner of Fantasy? Um, the Monsters We Defy by Shana Small. No, by Les- Leslie Penelope, but Shana Small was the. The voice of that. Just fiction. Mad Honey was the winner. That was a... Had several people, actually. That was Jody Picot's book, but that had several narrators. Anyways. Yeah. I'm just reading books. to you everything that you can, like, look up <laughs> on our website. But... um, And then it also... So it's got the winner, and then it has all the finalists. So you'll know, mm-hmm. like, every... All of those are going to be good. And I think, it, you know, just if you're not... 
If you're not a regular audiobook listener and you want to get into it, just be aware that sometimes a narrator is not good. Like sometimes just not a good narrator or sometimes or it's just not, not for you. It's just not for you. Yeah. Like something about their narration is not mm-hmm. hooking you, which is sometimes a bummer when you have like a really favorite book and you're like, I'm going to listen to the audio. Yeah, I that's my experience actually with uh, The Raven Cycle by Maggie Stiefvater, which mm-hmm. is like my favorite book series ever. And everyone really, really loves the narrator, but something about it just doesn't work for me. Mm. So for me, reading the print is just a better fit. Um, but that just happens sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like there's always other formats of reading the book and um, ways of getting around it as well. Like I know you can like re- like listen to audiobooks a little bit slower or a mm-hmm. little bit faster. So there's all kinds of alternatives if like you're like, no, I really need to, to listen to it. Yeah. But like something about the narrator just doesn't quite work for me. Right. Which is fine. We just – you know, we all have different reading styles right. and listening styles. Try but. some workarounds. Yeah. I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So there's, uh, I know on that page you can find like all of the winners, um, like the the narrators. And mm-hmm. you can just see like, I'm going to talk about this later in one of mine, but you can see like who the regular narrators are. There's generally a list of like. The bomb diggity of narrators, <laughs> right? So people who just reliably make it a wonderful listening experience. So mm-hmm. um, that's also if you're if you're looking to get into it, um, you can probably find a good intersection between people who generally love this narrator and oh yeah things you're interested in yeah and then get started oh yeah there. I know a ton of folks who will read books specifically because they like a narrator. It's mm-hmm. really funny how. Um, certain narrators will just get like fan followings. Like yeah. ooh, the, I forget her name, but she is an actress in Bridgerton. She narrates oh, a lot of mm-hmm. audiobooks. Yes. Uh, is she the one who plays Queen Charlotte, right? Or no, it's uh like oh, the, oh no, Lady Danbury. Yes, Lady yes. Danbury. And her let me tell you, her uh, her narrate. Oh, it's so good. More, it's so good. It's more butter. Yeah. <laughs> If you want to listen to butter, which I don't know butter. what that means. <laughs> Polly seems to understand it, though. It's Maybe the, you will, too. <laughs> the experience, just the experience of butter. Is the, emotional experience the emotional of experience of butter. butter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, gosh. Um, yeah. So that, that's a that's a recommendation. Yep. Maybe we can, like, you know, make a few of those recommendations, too. But um, you let's talk about yeah let's talk we, about we, were picked we out. each have some book recommendations mm-hmm. of audiobooks that we enjoy mm-hmm. um surprising everyone probably <laughs> all of mine are are pretty okay none of them are too terrible mm. they're all like fairly happy reads mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. i'm okay I promise. i'm looking i'm looking <laughs> see if i agree with your assessment that they're happy reads but they're okay, really but... not like they're okay. yeah normally i'm just like doom and gloom and these ones are like no actually like they probably won't make you depressed <laughs> <laughs> Um, but the most recent, good you're not crying when you're like out with your pruning shears, like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> trying to, <laughs> trying to weed your garden. <laughs> um, the most recent audiobook that I listened to was Scattered Showers by Rainbow Rowell. This is a short story collection that came out last year. I special ordered it from the bookworm in Omaha so I could have a, uh, signed copy and also because it came with a little bonus 
zine, like AU fic of Simon Snow and Baz. And I was like, that's mine. Gimme. Um, and I was reading it earlier this year and just I think I wasn't quite in the mood to physically read something, which is pretty rare for me. And then I was just like, okay, maybe I can try the audiobook. And the audiobook is narrated by two different narrators. Rebecca Lohman does the majority of the short stories. And she's super, super, super charming. I think she really captures the right attitude of Rainbow Rowell's characters. Rainbow Rowell definitely likes to write uh, sarcastic Mm -hmm. and very specific mm. leads yep. a lot of times and I think Rebecca Lohman did a really good job of of balancing that so like the humor and then kind of the the sharpness of these characters while also lending an element of vulnerability to them which I think mm-hmm. also Rainbow Rowell writes these like seemingly very sharp characters who are like very vulnerable and very sweet and soft on the inside um but she did a really, really, really good job. I loved her narration. And I also listened because I discovered that you and Morton returned for the Simon Snow short story. And you and Morton does all of the Simon Snow books. So carry on through like all of the trilogy. He is my favorite audiobook narrator um, of all time. Mm-hmm. He just made that story come alive in a way that I made me love it even more. I remember reading the physical book of Carry On and be like, I really like this. And then I listened to the other book and I was like, this is my personality. <laughs> mm. But he's is, great. Is he Scottish? I have no idea. Okay. Um, but I mean, that, that's he's a, great. <laughs> that's a typical Scottish spelling of Ewan. So um, but that one is seven hours, 57 minutes. Reminder that you uh, can read 30 hours Um and qualify for summer reading mm-hmm. so um knock out about that's eight hours right yeah there. about eight mm-hmm. hours right there mm-hmm. um the next pick i have to recommend is nevermore the trials of morgan crow by jessica townsend this is a really fun energetic sweet story about a little girl who is magical and gets pulled into like a magical world that kind of exists in between and outside of her own world it's like her it's just kind of like a a hidden place that she gets transported to from magic but um it's very much one of those like magical boarding school type of stories but she lives in a a hotel everything is really whimsical and silly and just fun and really engaging the uh, audiobook narrator Gemma Whelan reminds me kind of her accent of Julie Andrews a little bit. Mm. So it just like feels very comforting and like Mary Poppins-esque. Gosh, I but I, I really, really love that one. That one's 11 hours and there's <clears> – <throat> excuse me. There's uh, three books in the series. So if you really like that one, you can just keep on reading. Um, and then finally, uh, The Night Circus by Erin Morgenstern. I think at this point a lot of people – are either like, oh my God, I read it and I loved it. Or they're like, <laughs> it's been on my my list for literally a decade. Mm-hmm. I intend to read it. But I think what a lot of people <laughs> maybe don't realize is that Jim Dale narrates the yes. audiobook. Uh, Jim Dale, he narrated the audiobooks for the Boy Wizarding School <laughs> series. You know what I'm talking about. I'm just not going to name it. Um, he's a really excellent narrator. Um he just feels very nostalgic and mm-hmm. just like very transportative. Like just the way he narrates stuff just feels magical. 
Um, but right. I highly recommend The Night Circus if you still haven't read it or if you've read it and you want to give it a reread, um, definitely check out the audiobook. That one is 13 hours, 40 minutes. Okay. Let's see. I have – okay. I was going to – I had this thing that I wanted to look up because I remembered this – like. I listened to the Game of Thrones. This is like not, this isn't my list. <laughs> I listened to the Game of Thrones books, at least the first few while I was um, driving when I used to work an hour away. Uh, and they, they were like, it's so good. It's so good. And it was Roy Dautrice, which mm -hmm. is the, um, and then, and then I got to one and it was not Roy Daughtry's and mm -hmm. I just completely lost interest in the story and I'm pretty sure that um they had to go back and re-record <laughs> I think Roy was not available because he was doing something else mm -hmm. and they think they went back and re-recorded with oh wow <laughs> because yeah it was just like everybody he just did so I mean you know how many gajillion D characters are yep. in there yep. and yep. you yep. 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 always knew who was talking like mm -hmm. this man's a genius anyways mm. okay so I didn't follow the rules I know everybody's <laughs> super shocked <laughs> calm down um but I so the first one I wanted to just trot out were like two recent um books that we read for um, third Thursday book club. And the reason I wanted to trot those out is because the book club members, some of us listen and like, these were very highly rated. People really loved them. Um, so the first one was remarkably bright creatures by Shelby Van Pelt. Um, that one was read by Marin Ireland and Michael Yuri. It is 11 hours and 16 minutes, but it goes very quickly in like, you're just sort of drawn along. Mm -hmm. um, and then like the octopus, who I assume is Michael Yuri, and I need to go find some of his stuff, um, was he was just giving really heavy Fraser Crane vibes. So if you <laughs> ever listen or if you ever watched that show, um, he was just very like dryly wry and very adorable and um he was everybody's the octopus was pretty much everybody's favorite character so mm -hmm. um spoiler alert if you didn't know that an octopus is one of the characters in that book but i think it's pretty clear and then uh daisy jones and the six by taylor jenkins reed also um really wonderful it just sounded like you were listening to an audio of an interview with the band yeah. members like they just, I mean, and they were all actors. Um, so it's Jennifer Beals, um, Benjamin Bratt, Judy Greer, and Pablo Schreiber. And I, there might be some other people, but yeah, those there's, were, there's a bunch more. Yeah, that, those um, were the main four that were listed actually on the book. Actually, I want to include oh. another one hmm. Robin Lee, who wrote The Idea of You, which is a really good book. I would like to add another one, Robin Lee, who wrote The Idea of You, oh, which was a very, very, very good book. I, one of my all-time favorites. It was. And she's one of the narrators. She also narrated The Idea of You, her own book, which uh, is a very charming narration. Oh, is it? Mm -hmm. Which, um, yeah. I guess we could, we could. I have no idea which character. <laughs> Don't ask. <laughs> I'm trying to remember which one it might have been. Um, There's so many. <laughs> yes, there were so many. So I, I'm just, those were the the top four that were listed like on the um, the actual audio but when i look, went to look for information about the audiobook um itself that was did i say nine hours three minutes 
that was a very fast listen as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, like it's a, I think it's a good intro if you're just getting into audiobooks yeah. and you want to like figure out what you like. That's yeah. a, that's everyone, a good intro. Everyone talks about how incredible that one is. Yeah, and the interesting thing to me is I used to be uh, like, no, I don't want a multicast. I only mm-hmm. want the one narrator because the, I guess I don't know why I thought that. And then, um, and there are things like uh, Lincoln and the Bardo. Everybody loved that. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was a huge multicast. Oh, it was yeah. like a hundred and some. And there are people I love. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I, and I didn't love, like, I didn't love the audio. I really? is what I had to read. Yeah. Wow. Um, maybe I could go back and try it again. But <laughs> like, I really didn't love that. Um, like, I love David Sedaris. I love when he reads his own stuff. Mm-hmm. I did not love him as my favorite character, Bevan. Interesting. I know. I, Bevan sounded different to me in my head, I guess. And yeah, once yeah. I read it, I was like, meh, sorry. Yeah. But but that book I love, 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 love. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, the next one is Cast by Isabel Wilkerson. That one is narrated by Robin Miles, who apparently narrates everything. She's a powerhouse. Yep. Um, and I think it takes a really skilled reader to, like, take difficult topics like what is in cast, mm-hmm. you know, which is, you know, sort of the history of um, how we developed the laws that we developed yeah. around, you know, all of our racist institution. Um, and so – but. You know, she she makes you want to keep listening to it. She keeps you engaged in it. Um, and then uh, when I did a search, I did search in Audible. I just searched for Robin Miles and 435 <laughs> entries showed up. And so now I am on a mission to be like, how many? Is this real? Like, am I? How is this a real what a number? powerhouse. I don't know if this is a real number. Like, this could be double counting things. I don't know. It could be missing things. I don't I have no idea. Um, but that is that's 15 hours and 10 minutes. Uh, so highly recommend that one. It's just a fantastic book anyway. And then Broken Horses by Brandy Carlisle. Um, that it's her um, memoir and it's narrated by Brandy, who has a delightful, mm-hmm. wonderful voice anyway. But there are songs like she <laughs> sings her songs in the book. So um, that's 10 hours and three minutes. So I I would highly recommend that one. Yeah. And it's it's one that when I start talking about audiobooks with people, they're like, oh, have you listened to Broken Horses? Have you listened to the Brandy Carlisle memoir? So like it's like people are trying to recommend it to me all the time. Incredible. And I'm just like, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. So that one might also be a very yeah. good starting place. Uh, so yeah. Yeah. Those are my those are my recs. Yeah. And you like we mentioned before, 30 hours. So potentially that's three books. Mm. Not too bad. Mm-hmm. You could do, mm, yeah, they're all, yep, there you go. Three books. Mm-hmm. Looking at them or more if you're like an overachiever. Yeah. <laughs> you could absolutely. Um, I did 50 hours, but that's <laughs> fine. You can just count the 30. Um, <laughs> it's fine. But yeah, It'll no. probably be me. I'll be like, <laughs> well, I read more than 10, but. <laughs> <laughs> I, I realized that 10 was the lower limit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, no, we don't we don't care. Slide yeah, in here. At, <laughs> slide in here at thirty oh one. Also, we're not gonna check. <laughs> I, I'm not checking. 
I mean, I do want you to enjoy these stories and listen to them, but I'm <laughs> not checking. So, um, you know, please come in and it doesn't matter to us. We're just happy with what you read. Yep. We're just happy you're reading. Yep. Indeed. Polly, Adam. speaking of summer. <laughs> Which Where we? feels <laughs> that was the beginning of, of the podcast. Summer reading. Uh-huh. My apologies. Ergo, speaking of summer, <laughs> which feels very far from now, um, but also sometimes close because it is. It's been hot. It has uh, been. What are your your plans this summer? Ooh, what do you um, have in mind? My plans are to pretend I'm going to garden again, <laughs> as I do every year. <laughs> I have this incredible front yard situation, pretty mm-hmm. incredible front yard situation of things that the people before me planted. It's a pollinator garden and all kinds of things. And and I I did plant all those peony plants. I know I've talked about those on the podcast before. And right now, stuff is coming up. The peonies have started blooming. Mm-hmm. It is like the most bittersweet thing in my life the day that the peonies start blooming because I wait for them all year. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as they bloom, I'm like, this is it. They're going to die. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, so that's another plug to read Bittersweet by Susan Cain, by the way, for all of you out there. And uh, so I'm always like, I'm going to really take care of this stuff this year because they did a good job of like planting stuff that sort of blooms all summer long or tries mm-hmm. to bloom. But, you know, I haven't. I'm just a terrible weeder. Like, I'm like, I got this. And then the minute it's like humid and bugs are on me, I'm like, no, I don't want to do this. So, um, <laughs> no, thank you. So I, I really would like to keep my front yard looking pretty nice this year yep. and make a real solid plan for digging up and transplanting some of my plants that have gotten too uh too much because like my iris are just jam-packed in there and I know that they would be blooming mm-hmm. better if there were if all the energy wasn't going to all of the greenery it was trying to yeah. support um so there's that and then um the second thing is uh my husband bought a boat okay and let Exciting. me before everybody is like well, okay bougie lady no <laughs> no 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 let me tell you about this boat um it doesn't run it <laughs> just, uh, he's working real hard to get it to run it is uh, somewhere from the 80s it is relatively wee um but it feels i feel very fancy having it regardless <laughs> even though it is you know I feel I still feel fancy and I feel very appreciative of the fact that we have this boat. So I told him recently that he needed to get a hobby and this is what happened. <laughs> he bought a boat. So <laughs> I've done this to myself, but honestly, I'm actually really excited about it because we like to go out. Our, some friends of ours have boats and we've been invited a few times and it's just like really a nice time it's just night well for me anyway i guess some Mm -hmm. people would be like i hate this it's terrible but i just like being on the water and i don't have to be doing anything in particular um like i just want to be able to like go out ride around drop anchor in a cove put out a lily pad like Mm -hmm. get out and lay on it 
for a minute because I'll get sunburned otherwise. And then get, you know, that's it. That's all yeah. I want to do. So the hope is that you will not see me on the weekends anywhere but the lake. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that's a lie. But <laughs> I'm going to try because hopefully the boat will be ready in the next week or two to yeah. at least start taking it out. And then I have a scraggly backyard that I have to work on. And <laughs> my goal is to make it, it's been a number of years since we moved into this house and it needs, I'd love to have a, like a pergola and some seating and plant some ornamental grasses and some, you know, just doesn't have to be super fancy, just mm-hmm. not a gravel pit, yeah. which is what I look at when I go, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> because the people before us had this big sort of built up area that was a gravel pit that they put a swing set on and nobody in my house needs a swing set now so that's gone and the gravel remains Mm -hmm. and so um maybe this will be the summer that happens i don't know because we're going to be out on the boat on the weekend (laughs) saying i don't time but maybe that's his next hobby yeah is building a pergola in our backyard but um i'd love to do it i would love to be able to sit out Mm -hmm. there a little more yeah I don't think we make enough use of our outdoors. And, you know, touching grass yeah, is touch our grass. goal. <laughs> We've been talking about that a lot. Uh, how about you? What are your summer plans? My partner is uh, the type who who enjoys to touch the grass. <laughs> I remember uh, you saying. Mm-hmm. They also grew up. They're a bit of a farm kid. Mm. And so they have a lot of experience. And because of that, they are often asked to farm sit. For mm. other folks. And okay. so this summer they will be farm sitting again. Or are you going to milk goats? I'm not. Super not. <laughs> uh, I, however, might uh, observe some chickens from afar uh, mm. because recently, again, this happened with my partner. Um, a chicken randomly showed up on their front porch. Mm. Uh, a rooster, to oh, clarify, okay. Okay. Uh, which I think are technically They're not, not super mm-hmm. allowed They're in, not. in town. But just a random rooster showed up on their front porch, and that was the first time I've ever encountered a rooster close up, and they're scary. <laughs> oh, they're jerks. They're This one was very sweet. Oh, okay. I, very, you know, very probably, friendly yeah. little guy. Well, he wasn't little. He was very big. But right. I was just like, wow, I, I can see why people are afraid of birds. This does feel like a dinosaur. Yes. Um. So I that's why I was just like, I will observe these chickens on the farm from afar. <laughs> I don't know if I will interact with them. Mm-hmm. Maybe the hens will be less scary. Uh, but chickens, uh, might, I might have to add that to my weird things I'm frightened of. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, you know, maybe, if, I mean, if the roosters, if he was by himself, he might have been like, nicer because he wasn't mm-hmm. like he didn't have a flock around him he thought yeah. he was trying to defend um because when you got a rooster <clears throat> in that situation they're often like turds they're yeah. just mean mm-hmm. um but they you know they're trying to defend their ladies yeah. um Which, so like, yeah, roosters serve a purpose they're yeah it's good that they're they're around i know um but i will probably be visiting them out on the farm and i will be like oh. You know, wearing inappropriate footwear and, and being mildly uncomfortable. Uh, but I'll be there and I'm sure it will be pretty. <laughs> it will be. Um, but I, I'm planning on doing that. Um, uh, summer is my birthday. So I always do That's something right. during my birthday week. And usually mm-hmm. that something is taking off a lot of vacation so I can sit inside my house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'll probably do that again. Um, but- you know how to party. Let me tell you. <laughs> um, but this summer... 
opposite of uh, a lot of people's goals, which is like, go out, go hiking, go on the lake, Mm -hmm. work in their garden. (laughs) I would like to cultivate more of my hobbies and all of those hobbies involve indoors time um so i <laughs> want to air conditioning yes <laughs> and my couch who mm-hmm. sits upon my lap mm-hmm. um but i just kind of want to uh, spend a little bit more time just doing things other than reading reading is my number one hobby but sometimes that takes precedence over other things um but i'd like to get back into needle felting maybe try creative writing some more because uh, i haven't really done that in a while um and a bunch of other stuff uh just like little little house projects um like minor minor woodworking and by woodworking (laughs) i mean just like cutting things to size and gluing them together (laughs) to make a a little curio shelf did you start following that the woman on instagram that i told you no i super forgot about it the second you mentioned it probably (laughs) i have adhd the the woodworking (laughs) the woodworking lesbian lady oh my god okay well i'm sending it to you great thank you and we can link it in yeah. the show notes because she's she deserves like a bajillion followers because mm-hmm. she's so charming. Yeah, but I just mm-hmm. plan on puttering around my my apartment and doing fun things and creating stuff. That sounds really nice. I think probably what your summer goals are will be end up being what I do with my summer, <laughs> which is stay inside, don't get sunburned, don't get bit by bugs. Yeah. Have some books and eat a lot of outshine lime popsicles Ooh. let me also put a plug in for those sorry <laughs> I, I am not a paid sponsor i do not getting endorsed in any way mm-hmm. i could eat those for breakfast all lunch, of those and popsicles dinner. are so yummy they're i have all, the coconut all, ones in my freezer right now they're all so good but i for some reason i was like Kevin picked up some and he got lime and I was like, why do you get lime? I don't like it. And I was thinking of like the gross sort of I love lime on everything, but lime artificial lime yes. is yucky. And so I was like, why did you get that? And then I was like, fine, I'll eat one. And then I was like, oh, I'm gonna go get another one. <laughs> so um I ate like three in a sitting. Incredible. I know. That's a good use of time. They're very I mean, they're quasi healthy. They're made with like real fruit juice. Well, you have to pay attention. You have to get the ones with the real fruit juice and not the ones that have the fake sugar in them. Unless you I like. mean, I'm a fan of all popsicles. I was say, <laughs> unless you like fake sugar, then then thumbs up. Go for it. It's for you. Um, but yeah, that's forgot to put that in there. I'll eating popsicles. I will be eating a lot of outshine lime popsicles. <laughs> I'm gonna go after this and buy up. All of them, so that when you listen to this podcast, <laughs> there won't there won't be any of the store. Well, or maybe they'll restock, but I won't. I won't. I'll be able to get them. Oh my! I gosh. love you guys. P.S. By the way, don't forget, I love you. I just gonna... she will take all the popsicles. <sighs> though. I'm a junkie now. <laughs> I'm a lime popsicle junkie. They're super good. Well, I guess that wraps our episode. You know, summer reading, get into it. Audiobooks, get listening. Mm -hmm. Popsicles. You can't have them. Polly took them all. (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) 
Happy reading. Happy reading. That's it for this edition of the Book Squad podcast. For more details on any of the books or events mentioned in this episode, visit lplks.org. Don't miss an episode. Subscribe and please rate or comment. You'll help others find the podcast. Our Book Squad librarians are Polly Kinn and Adam Lopez. Our theme music is by Heidi Lynn Gluck. I'm Joel Bonner, and this has been a production of the Lawrence Public Library.